Welcome to Darren Daily On Demand, your most trusted resource to help you become better every day. Here's your success mentor, Darren Hardy. Hello and welcome to Step 6. Now one of the biggest mistakes would-be achievers make during any time of the year is walking into their day with an empty calendar. Oh sure, you have to-do lists and stacks of unfinished projects on your desk. But if you walk into your office without a set agenda for your day, the day will set your agenda for you. You end up the whipping boy or whipping girl to every email and text message and knock at the door and casual passing hallway or chit chat conversation. The day runs you instead of you running the day. And for most people, this happens most every day. Instead of creating, you'll end up reacting. You are available to every passing fancy somebody has. If you were in a meeting or otherwise unavailable, all those passing fancies would just pass you by. But because you're not, they all land in your office, inbox, or mobile phone. Now, this is not just the outside world interrupting you because you are available. It is also your own mind. Since you are not in a meeting or otherwise contained by a blocked off, unavailable appointment, you are free to fall into every path of least resistance and have your attention derailed by every shiny object, email, YouTube video, and notification. The issue right here is the fatal mistake that talented, seemingly dedicated and ambitious people make. You want to produce more, you want to achieve your goals, but in the absence of a set agenda, one designed around your vital priorities that are in alignment with your vital functions and your big three goals for the year and what's important to you and your family's future, you just spin. I call it the rocking horse syndrome. Oh, you're rocking hard all day working yourself into a sweat, into a stress, overwhelm, and exhaustion, but getting nowhere. It's movement without progress. It's rushing around without results. And it's activity without actual results of productivity. And it's the way most people spend their day, most every day. You have to plan your day. Even if you don't have actual appointments, blocking timeouts to do important projects that have hard boundary walls, where that's all you're doing that block period of time is crucial. So the number one tool to keep yourself fully on when it's game time in the office is your calendar and you determining what's on it and filling it up with your goals and objectives, even if that's scheduling the time to not be doing anything except thinking, planning, and reviewing. Knock at the door, are you available? Nope, I'm in a meeting with yourself, thinking, planning. Jim Rohn taught me this. Before you start your day, finish it on paper. Identify the needle-moving vital priorities and schedule unmovable appointments on your calendar to get those things done, to move the needle of results. Structure your schedule like a college professor. As a college professor, your vital function is to teach your classes, right? Of course. That means that during those hours, which is 90% of your time, you're not available for outside appointments. You can't take a phone call or texts or or get distractions of any kind. You are in class. Then you have what are called set office hours. It is only during those periods where unplanned knocks at the door or emails or text messages or phone calls can be received. So this means your office hours aren't all the hours that you're in the office, just one or two that you will accept unscheduled office visits or distractions. If all you do is this one strategy, which is having a fully planned calendar on each day, where every on work hours are accounted for, even the windows where you plan for and allow interruptions called scheduled interruptions. If you actually worked on your vital priorities without interruption, 
from external or internal distractions. All the hours that you are supposedly working, I promise you, you could actually work a lot fewer hours and produce a lot more than your current behavior and habit patterns are producing. Here is a key distinction. Prioritize output over hours. It is not the number of hours that you work, but what gets produced during each hour. Measure results outputted versus hours inputted. Did you get that? It's a good one. It's what you showed up for here today. So let me give it to you again. Measure results outputted versus hours inputted. And I suggest that you change this metric for your team too. Don't get clear on the number of hours that they will need to spend working during the summer schedule. Get clear on the number of results they need to produce during the summer timeframe. You are not paying for hours. You are paying for results, for output, for production. So make that the measured metric, not the hours. Here's why according to Gallup, the typical person works 50% of their capacity during any time of the year. The rest of the time just gets eaten up by chit chat and internet trolling and email and personal business and other distractions. You are literally paying 100% for their hours, yet getting only 50% of their effort. But if you measure the output instead of the hours, they're held to the metric that you're actually paying them for, which is results. Did you catch that key point? I really hope so. And if they can produce those results in less time, good for them. Don't get hung up on time, only be hung up on results. And this is true for you as well. If you keep a focus on results, I promise you, you and your team can dramatically reduce the time it takes to produce those results. And this means more time for summertime fun and still increased results. Speaking of less time, let's give you a three-day three weekend every weekend during the summer. How does that sound? In our next session, I will discuss how to do that. That's our next strategy, number seven. But today, I want you to decide how many office hours you're going to allow. Those are the hours where the outside world can have access to your time, energy, and attention. Hours where you're not in class, meaning you're not doing your vital functions and allowing outside parties to occupy your time. That's all email, text messages, knocks at the door, etc. Otherwise, I want you to stick to your agenda. Capiche? Then you'll have more results to show for it and more time for that summertime fun. Hey, Darren Daily On Demand listeners, show producer Mariana here. We here on the A-Team and Darren too, of course, love to hear how so many of you really enjoy receiving your Darren Daily On Demand each day. It makes all the love and hard work we put into it worth it. If you are loving it, we would greatly appreciate it if you would give it your five-star review and leave your enthusiastic comment on the podcast platform you use to listen. It helps others find their way to us and allows us to expand the Better Everyday Movement further and farther. And once again, thank you for being on this continual and never-ending growth journey with us.